Hello, JJ here. I know I don't normally talk to you at the beginning of episodes, but this week we're bringing you something special. With the holidays and the lack of sunshine everyone in my part of the world is getting, we thought we'd bring you something a little bit sillier and lighter than our usual. What we have is the short we played at the launch party, a sample of what Joe's radio show, Weird Like Me, would have been like pre-apocalypse. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to all those weirdos listening to another episode of Weird Like Me. I'm your host, Joe Prendergast, and we're going to go for a ride. So most of you that have been listening for a while or have listened at all know that I'm a bit of a cliche when it comes to being a nerd and a weirdo that I don't really like sports. I know. I've tried. I've at least tried. I didn't make too many of those sports ball jokes when I was in high school, but but I just none of them could really hold my interest. So I'm really excited today to introduce you to a sport that even I think I could get into. See, in places like Florida and course i know we spend a lot of time in florida on weird like me there isn't always a lot to do if you don't live that close to disney and in this case people out in the otter parts of florida have to find their own entertainment and sometimes finding that entertainment is in their own backyard yeah that's right we're going to talk today with someone who does alligator wrestling And in fact, later on, I might even watch a clip of live alligator wrestling with you guys on the air and give you my live reactions. But before we even get to that point, I wanted to let you guys know about our guest, Stefan Berwin. You see, Stefan Berwin is one of the top alligator wrestling champions of the world. Not even the country, the world. And I'm betting you're thinking... How does a sport like alligator wrestling even get world championships? Beats me, but apparently Stefan Berwin has found his way into the hearts of people who support such things. So sadly, we couldn't get Stefan to come meet us in the studio. In his words, he doesn't believe in airplanes and their ability to fly. You know what, I've heard weirder justifications for fear flying than that before, so I'll give it to him. But we do, we did manage to find a way to get him on the phone. But since we're currently working with that, uh, my producers are on that. Thank you, Alice. Um, I will give you guys a little bit of a rundown of what alligator wrestling entails. Apparently, the, the, it's a very anarchist kind of sport, which is probably part of why I kind of like it. Some of the rules sometimes lose me in other sports. But basically, the idea is two people try to go out into the wild, and the first one to find an alligator, the first one to find an alligator gets a certain number of points. And when they have found this alligator, they have to wrestle the alligator. And then eventually, whoever manages to pin the alligator with the mouth closed, that's apparently an important factor, is the mouth must be closed. They they win. I, 
I, I guess uh, part of it is they have to have someone go with them to verify too. So it's, it's typically in a way a team sport, but I, I am already fascinated and so in. So I, oh, yep. Okay. So it looks like we have managed to get Stefan on the line and I'm sure he can tell you even more about the things. Uh, and <laughs> honestly, I'm curious about if it's alligator wrestling or crocodile wrestling. I'll be sure to ask him about that. All right, and today we are here with Stefan Berwin. Stefan, are you here? Yeah, yeah. hello. Hi, thank you. Uh, thank you for All joining right. us to talk about, okay, is it crocodile or alligator wrestling? Uh, well, I mean, to be honest, uh, nobody really knows the difference between an alligator or a crocodile. We have had <laughs> tons of scientists come down here with their little pens and their little papers trying to study these things like a ton Sorry, what's that can you give me like a measurement of a ton like like 10 or like 20 uh of scientists oh yeah about like 10 to 20 thousand pounds of scientists have come down here uh yeah i'll weigh each of them individually as they get down here just to make sure that i can dehumanize them and just put them into a lump number Wonderful. I, I appreciate your commitment. And you, you said they'd come in and studied the, the differences. They they try to, but I try to tell them, like, you can't tell a crocodile it's a, a crocodile, an alligator it's a crocodile, or an alligator that it's a lizard or whatever the hell they're trying to do. You just got to let them be them and wrestle them as much as possible. Sweet. And And so how did you even discover this sport? What got you into it? Um, well, I like to think that the sport discovered me. I was walking along and I'd actually just been accepted to Harvard, um, on a full ride and I saw an alligator and, or crocodile, who knows? And the look that it gave me with its little eyes, with its little beady eyes, it said, look, buddy, there's nothing in that school that could teach you what I can teach you. You get on my back and you try to wrestle me. You wrestle the knowledge out of my scales. And from that moment, I called uh, Mr. Harvard and I said, you take your damn degree and your full ride and you give it to someone who uh, wants to throw their life away because I'm wrestling gators. I love it. Oh, wow. So it it, it did find you. You found the the gator. And so what do you feel that, the gators have taught you so far that that you would have never gotten at it in a college setting well there's uh there's there's five rules of life that I like to live by because of the uh the wrestling that I've done with gators mm-hmm. Rule number one is you got to have a hard skin okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rule number two don't let anyone turn you into a boot. Okay, that's one of the worst things that you could, yeah, you know, people got their crocodile skin boots running around, and I Mm -hmm. I think that's absolutely disrespectful. None of those people killed an alligator with their bare hands or anything like that. They go in there like cowards, and they shoot it, or whatever they're doing, I don't know. I don't Mm -hmm. like to watch a gator die, I just like to wrestle it and uh, let it speech its its knowledge to me. Mm -hmm. Number three, 
All right. Number three mm-hmm. is if you can fit your head inside of someone else's mouth, that's trust. That's the mm-hmm. only way that I've ever trusted another human. And that's why I am currently single. I've not been able to fit my head inside of someone else's mouth. Uh, but I will keep trying. And I do not care that I do this on the first date. And most people turn me down on it. It is important to me. You got to have standards. You got to have standards. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, number four. Uh, number four. And this is probably one of the most important is if you don't move, mm-hmm. they can't see you. Oh. If they don't move, and I've tried this many times, I get pulled over the, by the police because uh, I'm speeding or something, mm-hmm. and, and I just stay still. They're like, license and registration. And I'm like, and they're like, sir, you need license and registration, please. And I just stay damn still. And, and they eventually go away. Yeah. yeah. They just go away. I don't think they can see me. I don't know what's going on with them, or maybe it's a, a cop rule or something like that, but that's just the way it works. And uh, wow. rule number five, mm-hmm. you got to have fun. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so you just have to have, you know, you, you got to have fun. That's, uh, that's what the Gators have taught me. Yeah, so those five, those five specific things are what you've learned so far. And not in total, but definitely the 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 kind of Zen and mantra it mantra mantraistic uh, teachings that the Gators have t- taught me. Yeah, that's in, that's incredible. I this this is like one of the coolest sports I've ever heard of. I've never heard of a sport being thought of in in such a meditative way. And but it is it is a a, a dangerous sport. Am I right? Uh, it's, uh, it's only as dangerous as, uh, you know, your football or your, uh, uh, you know, boxing or, mm-hmm. or, or, or any of those, those kinds of sports, which are, are, you know, pretty dangerous, but if you take care of yourself, you're not going to get, you're not going to get hurt. And when, when you take care of yourself in alligator wrestling, for instance, if an alligator did bite you, if that would be so unfortunate, but I'm sure it happens. And what do you, what do you typically do? Do you just, you know, walk it off or? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I have not ran into a gator or a croc that hasn't bit me. I've been bitten by every single one that I've ever met in my life. And uh, it hurts a lot. I lost scars and I have lost a lot of blood. I have a specific blood bank in uh, Florida that is set up specifically just for me. People go there, fans go there, they donate their blood. Yeah. Uh, um, and they, uh, they, it goes right into my veins because I do lose a lot of blood. I can imagine. My goodness. And so you have, you have a fan base that is willing to basically sacrifice blood sweat and tears quite literally yeah well i mean when you do what you love people will love what you do that's what that's what another gator taught me and and uh i I feel blessed that i have that kind of a fan base that will come out and give me their blood because otherwise i will die yes oh yes i uh, i've talked to enough doctors that have told me exactly the same thing that if you lose blood you'll die yeah yeah no it's it's, 
It's I don't a, trust those doctors, but I mean, that uh, that's smart. I'll give them that one for sure. Yeah. Oh, so if you don't trust doctors, do you tend to do any sort of home surgery instead whenever you get injured? Oh, right. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I pump the blood into my own veins. That's why I had to open up my own blood donating place because I don't trust the nurses that go there uh, to the to the real ones. Well, I, I shouldn't call them real ones, but the other ones. Um and, uh, you know, I've learned various suturing tech techniques and, uh, sometimes I'll just straight up fuse my, my skin together, do kind of a, a cauterize in the wound situation, um, with a blow torch, uh, you know, a hot iron, some things like that. I've, I've figured out, I've figured my way through it. I am, um, a sight to behold, uh, as some people have told it. That's probably one of the hardest parts about Dayton, and then I and then I and then I bring out the let me put my head in your mouth thing. Uh, if I can get past the uh, if they can get past the aesthetic appearance of, of of myself, we all have our quirks, you know, and we're all just either trying to find an alligator or a human to understand and love us in this world, you know. Yeah, well, I've found plenty of alligators still looking for uh, one single human to understand me. Well, Stefan, thank you so much for joining us. I feel I have... Uh, please, please call me Steve. Oh, Steve. Thank you, Steve Irwin. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed making it. If so, please donate to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the after disaster broadcast. Once we've hit our first goal, we plan on making one weird like me every single month. And I don't know, I think that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> For this one, the voice of Joe was, of course, me. The voice of Steve Berwin was Alex Colliard. And one last thing before we let you go. I just wanted to say thank you. From the bottom of my heart and all of my internal organs to every single person who has told me in person or on Twitter or Facebook or via Carrier Pigeon, anyone who's told me that they enjoy the show, I see them all and really, really do appreciate every single one of them. A lot of you have even gone as far as to post reviews on iTunes, and I just wanted to say that we are serious. We really, really, really are serious about sending you a bribe. I mean, uh, giving you a sticker as a thank you if you email us after you do it. Uh, and an extra little incentive that we're now throwing in is that if I like your review a lot, I will have Caitlin read it on the outro. And to prove that I'm really going to follow through on this, here is one of the reviews from Andrew. What makes this podcast special is the compelling performance of Miss Ranvier. Oh, that's me. As our heroine, Joe. Except for a few seconds, Ranvier's is the only voice we hear. The pro, the program <laughs> promises to introduce other characters, an exciting thought. But at least for now, we have Ranvier and she slowly but surely draws you in. While most even keeled with welcome touches of self-proclaimed weirdness, Ranvier also captures Joe's desperation, yearnings, and determination in ways that never feel overplayed. Joe is a character we root for and want to listen to for hours, and you can. And on that metric, the show is surely worth giving a shot. Ah, 
Thank you, Andrew. And thanks to all the other people who have left us reviews. If you've done so or do so in the future, please email us at the after disaster broadcast at gmail.com. And if you do, we will send you a sticker. Catch you on the next frequency.